Hello and welcome. My name is R.C. Diedrich, and you're listening to You're All Set, the radio show about navigating the chaos of the world together. Today's episode, Muted Music. You're All Set is sponsored by All Set. Community, everything, all the time. Download All Set in the app or Google Play Store to join a community of forward-looking thinkers looking to make the world a more efficient and effective place. Offer what you have, get what you need. That's what All Set is all about. And now, back to the show. Today we'll be covering topics like the changes that are taking place within the music industry, how it's affecting both creators and consumers, and how both of these groups can not only take care of themselves, but take care of each other. We'll be speaking with guest Citru, an award-winning rapper, singer, songwriter, and producer out of California. But before that, here's what you need to know if you didn't already know. With people around the world under quarantine, nearly all social gatherings have been canceled, postponed, or moved online. This includes things from Wednesday bowling at your local alley to Coachella, Lollapalooza, and other major festivals. Burning Man, a gathering that typically takes place in the, mis- in the middle of the desert, has moved online with event planners saying, we're not sure how it's going to come out. It will likely be messy and awkward with mistakes. It will also likely be engaging, connective, and fun. So while the music industry works to fill the gaping void left in the absence of live music, the substitutes are far from the real thing. Besides watching concerts alone, the lack of live performances and tours is causing the entire industry to take a hit. It's estimated that the lack of concerts and tours may cost the industry up to $5 billion. For some artists, getting by without concerts and performances doesn't pose too much of a challenge. However, for smaller, underground performers, it's not such a breeze. Many rely on live performances and shows to support themselves and their livelihoods. With everyone inside, the vast majority of music consumption is happening via streaming services. Despite it being one of the few ways to consume music in this time, streaming services like Spotify are reporting less streams, setting a 23% decrease in the number of streams to their top 200 songs from March 3rd to March 17th. You might wonder, why would streaming go down? Isn't everyone stuck at home listening to music? And at first I thought the same thing. But let's examine when people really listen to music. Many people listen to music in their car, but people are driving significantly less. People listen to music at bars and clubs, but these places are closed. Many people listen to music at parties or social gatherings, but these parties and gatherings just simply aren't happening. In retrospect, for the loss of streams due to the quarantine to be made up for by the streams coming from inside the quarantine house would be nearly impossible. So much of our culture and daily life revolves around music, and unfortunately, it feels like a lot of our culture and daily life is currently on pause. With that, I'd like to welcome Citru to the show. Hey, RC. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Absolutely. Um, so can you tell some of the listeners uh, about yourself and how you got started in the music industry? Yeah. What's up, everyone? My name is C. True. Right now, I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter. I do a lot of production on the side. Also, you know, throughout the course of my career, I've been uh, blessed to work with some really amazing people. Off the bat, uh, DMX, one of my rap battles going up, Snoop Dogg, it's like two years ago. You know, for me, it all started uh, in the Bay Area. I live in L.A. now. Doing the independent hustle, okay, uh, gotcha. freestyle, battles, comp- music competitions, everything you name it. I did that. Dope. That's why, you know, it's funny because when people always ask me, like, hey, how did you end up working with this person? How do you get in the industry? And they're really, it is, you just start. You know, like people get it all the time. It's like, if you're good, you're going to get hurt. And that that really is the only way. And the only way you get good is that you had to start somewhere. I, I wasn't that great when I first started off. You keep going at it, you know, persistence. And 
Yeah, how long have you been going? Like, how long have you known music is for you? Oh, man, it was like eight plus years. You have to kind of go to the grind. You have to kind of pay your dues. You know, you start off doing free verses with people, free songs, and then free concerts and shows, and then slowly it goes up. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you've been gone for about eight years, you think? It's been... Yeah, eight, eight, eight to ten years. Yeah, eight, ten years. It's funny because it's not an overnight thing. It's all the hard work and preparation, and then all of a sudden, oh, get a little bit of shine or something. But it's because you were prepared, right? You were prepared for that moment that you're able to. to right. So you kind of credit the grind. It's not something special. It's more just like how much dedication you give to it. Ninety-nine percent, you know, determination, sweat, and one percent is like that X factor. Yeah, a little bit of skill. Gotcha. Yeah, a little bit of skill. One of my questions is just kind of generally how the transition went from like doing shows and making music, kind of being able to see people all the time to now people aren't going out to concerts. What was that transition like as an artist, kind of witnessing shutdown of the music scene? Yeah, no, uh, obviously it's, it's huge, hugely dramatic. In my case, I, I was already working with a major label overseas called Star Records. And they were we were planning a video shoot in April. We had to win a, can't talk about it yet, but it's with a pretty big artist and we were planning already for shooting april and then all this happens in march and then now the artist can't fly over and it's like it's insane it's like wow and then all, all of a sudden the whole world is shut down i think what's important during this time is being able to to pivot and adapt i think one of my favorite uh, phrases is falling upward you know what i mean falling are up. you just saying that oh that's so funny yeah no i'm I'm a true like believer in that. Like a lot of my favorite, you know, artists. Like I'm a big fan of like I don't know Mac Miller, like some other rappers. Yo, it's my, I write a website and it's called Falling Up, and it's actually inspired by Mac Yo, Miller. No, no. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's so dope. Like, cause for real, like the, the whole concept is that even when things are crashing down or, or getting down, as long as you find the meaning and understanding within it, you can fall. If you, you can fall upward you could learn from me. That's a great mentality to have, like kind of through this through this chaos. I'm kind of amazed that this lineup just happened. No, 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 hundred percent, man. I, I really believe in people being aligned and things working out, and that's why this, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know, we're part of this. But I mean, more and more to that fact, I've seen how the industry, like the music industry, pivoted. So I, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Have you seen like the the changes that have happened hit certain groups of artists harder than other groups? Like across the industry, is everybody kind of struggling? Or is it hitting certain uh, sections harder? It's definitely hitting a lot of the indie musicians a lot more because uh, people have more established fan bases. They're able to just go on IG Live or they're, they're doing these like live stream concerts on YouTube, et cetera. They're still able to monetize that. You, know, you need to have that established fan base. These are your radio artists, you know, big artists. The indie artists, yes, I mean, you have, you know, you're able to garner enough support, which is great, but you're not going to have that kind of uh, that big enough online presence. To win at that level, but right now it's shifting towards. Uh, now it's more more important than ever. Just the copyrights and streaming royalties for artists. You know that's been a whole big thing with music publishing companies trying to get more for the artists. And you have some work that you do towards. I've I've heard about this and read a little bit about it. Um, some work towards getting these artists the rights and having rights to their music. Can you speak on that? Um, a little bit about how you how you work towards that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I work with ASCAP, the music publishing company that does my publishing. And they have a lot of uh, great resources about this, and they've been fighting in Congress, you know, for having these bills passed. But right now, royalty—it's really outdated. It's based on the radio. Most of the streaming is coming from it's online, Spotify. Because of the digital era, you have to really kind of modernize the chaos to artists, especially. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, just a real quick, just put out there. Um, 
to any independent artists out there, even artists who are like struggling to get by, there's a lot of resources. One uh, that I talked a lot about in, in my Instagram that will be this week is uh, Music Cares. Just type in Music Cares, M-U-S-I-C-A-R-E-S. Just Google that. It's sponsored through the, the Grammys, okay. the Arts Academy. A lot of musicians are gigging musicians, right? Like they're guitarists who that's how they get paid for the show, or you know, or they're session musicians. Even though there's a lot of horrible things going on, there's a lot of good things happening. These are uh, some resources that I can share out there. Gotcha. Yeah. So you heard that and need some help. That's a good resource. So how? So have you done any um, in-home concerts? And I'm sure you've got some artist friends that have done it. How are artists handling the music at home? Like, is that working out for you specifically, or people that you know? Yeah, you know what? It, I guess it depends on the artist. Like, well, for me personally, I found that this whole pandemic and everything that's happening in the world is, is helping me grow artistically. And then I'll explain why. Because uh, if you think about it, before all this happened, right, everything, or the economy was coming along, or all these technological advances, AI, everything, like, we seem like masters of the universe. And all of a sudden, we are floored by a tiny organ, a virus. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, that, as an artist, it, it kind of expanded my view and it made me realize, you know, first of all, number one, our mortality. Number two, what are we putting importance on? What really does matter? So I think being introspective, being able to, um, you know, kind of comprehend that. And uh, as an artist, I feel my job is to be the conduit to what people are feeling. So at this moment, I'm writing stuff like, you know, people feeling trapped at home, you know, they're feeling the isolation. And also some people are feeling... A little bit of freedom you know like social anxiety and whatever issues happening but i think um, again depends on the artist for me like i said my whole base is falling upwards so i'm trying to finding the silver lining in all this that's what i found it's like you know what not just question but it makes me open up the discussion with other people just like hey more about meaning like what what is our life meaning because at that time before it happened we were trending upward and it's like where are we going to next right and then this happens and it stops the world so it makes you kind of pause and kind of reflect on that time to just pause and be like oh like wow i really see kind of like the lack of control and that we have over our environment that's kind of your silver lining that you've pulled out of this quarantine time is that correct yeah yeah and then for me it's just again raising awareness as people realize hey like this just kind of shows how really how very connected we all are you know like what one person does really is going to affect someone else you know especially with these whole social distancing laws and how you can be asymptomatic and you can be spreading and killing someone without knowing that shows even more how much we're connected and especially in this digital age where we're all online all the time there is still this this the humanity the connectedness of everything is so apparent now more than ever yeah you know? yeah that's true it really does reveal how how closely connected we all are um i have the question and i'm not sure how much you know about this but i'm assuming you've got some knowledge on it how are like artists being taken care of by the general music industry so like artists that are signed to like labels or people that are maybe like on tour and stuff they're like being paid to go on tour do labels look out for artists in these times it's funny that you mentioned that because just so there's there's certain people in the industries that aren't protected and certain people are not for example just recently like yesterday billboard all their it personnel were just laid off like a, a huge some of them like they posted something online, like the IT people out of, you know, not out of spite, but as, as a message to like, hey, you know, we're being left behind. So it's, there are definitely people going to be left, are being left behind. Um, I think in the most part, um, what's going to happen from this is that a lot of uh, deals 
and the way uh, record companies monetize the artists is going to change. Just based on, you know, the CDC saying and World Health Organization, it won't be until like late or mid 2021 where it's open yeah, up. Yeah, I saw that. You know, right? You can like concerts and festivals and you can mass people together. So, what that does, number one, is that takes away the gigging economy. For example, like for people who don't know their you know, record label contracts, they're split up into uh, a couple different pies. One is their movie publishing, royalties for songs, uh, merchandise, touring, you know, your TV appearances, etc. So a huge chunk of it that actually is the live performance aspect. And that's traditionally where a lot of artists were making their money. That's why you'd see them go on tour like a whole year. And they would that's how they would because okay. they weren't making that much money off the back end from royalties because the record companies take a lot. Right, so they start going out and doing this stuff. So, are they covered by these labels? When the label says, oh, like, this artist can't perform, you're not going to be making the same amount of money, would, do they look out for them, or, or do they kind of just get left behind? Well, here, here's, that's, that's, that's a great question, because everything's connected, right? Because labels are getting the money from who? Live Nation. They're getting it from the bookers, the festivals, right? Mm-hmm. So, where are the festivals getting money from? Ticket purchases, pre-orders of people. That, again, it's all dictated on festival organizers, the concert organizers and live music right now is Live Nation. And if they, a lot of them, if you look it up, you can, you'll see, like, what I've been hearing from a lot of my colleagues is that a lot of these festivals did not have insurance for that kind of a pandemic. It just wasn't around. Yeah, so, yeah. People weren't really thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, it wasn't. Some people are not even, some audience or fans are not getting refunds of their tickets. So, I think when the money source stops from there, it's not getting pulled into the record labels. It's kind of like domino effect yeah yeah so i guess it comes back to the point that you're making about the fact that we're just not in control so when your livelihood you know goes down how are you going to make the most of it i love this calling up kind of mindset kind of keeps coming back in totally i feel again it just shows our resiliency the resiliency of the race i think we the more resilient that we give ourselves credit for right? yeah true we are toughing it out we are toughing it out yeah we're, we're, people are making it do like you know i guess it's tough to stay at home and all that stuff but uh, the way we're acting, there's some artists online that I know and whatnot. A lot of great music concerts are going on right now. And what's going to happen is that, at least for, from the music side, people are still going to be able to use music like Spotify, all the stuff, iTunes, everything, all, all these streaming platforms, SoundCloud, YouTube. Music is still coming out, which is a great thing. And people are again, mobilizing towards different apps like TikTok. Everyone's finding ways to still stay connected. I think the next big step is you're going to probably see trends of record companies find a ways to monetize. Monetize the at-home listening. The... Yes, yes. Very next step. And, it, and a, a big key to that is, again, the user and fan experience. So to get them to make them feel like if you're paying you know, $150, whatever, to go to this concert or this festival, how do you replicate that experience? And they will. They'll, they'll figure it out, you know. Everyone... Yeah, you think they will? Because it's hard to say that I think that, like, you know, there's such a there's such a vibe that comes with being at, a, at an in-person concert. You think they'll be able to replicate it? Uh, they're not going to replicate it exactly, but they're going to find a way to at least offer a different experience. For instance, like, uh, one of my ideas is that you know, start doing more personal kind of, like, at-home concerts. Like, an artist could do that. It's maybe limited to 50 people or whatever, 50 king audience. Yeah. At the same time, while the artist is like performing their song, they will, because there's only 50 people on that online concert right now, they can click on each one of their fans and have them sing along with them digitally online. 
opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. So you have like a more personal interaction. Yeah, because like you know you're seeing with Chris Brown and Chris Brown's interacting with you digitally right now. Yeah, totally. I don't know if you saw like Tory Lanez is doing all that on his story. Totally dope. He like broke the record. They like shut him off or something. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really cool. So what can people at home do that are listening to support you specifically and kind of artists like you? How can us as like the listener be supportive to artists in these times? And I also think that like. At, for me personally, as a listener at home, I don't want to feed my money, and I feel like I probably am indirectly, but or directly feeding it to the label companies that are maybe like just looking to monetize and maybe push the artists down. What's the best way for people at home to be supportive of artists in this time? I would think just uh, again, just as a fan, like I'm, I'm also as a content creator, as an artist, I'm also a fan first. A lot of artists, whether they're big or unknown, or yeah. So I think. Just having the perspective of putting the, the artist or the creator and content creator first. I feel like there's going to be a rise in some of these artists. Because right now, like, in regular labor contracts, they monetize off the streaming, the merchandise, like I said, they're, like, touring. But there's that gray area where it's like, hey, you have your own platform. You make a platform or you align with a platform that allows you just to reach out to your audiences directly, artists to audience. By the fans supporting that outside of, like, if they're able to come to your audience and like rely on there's gonna be artists that you know that are indie artists that did rely on festivals and touring and that. And through that, you know, that that could be a new, you know, kind of medium for entertainment for people. Yeah, and I guess that also kinda of increases the value of like the individual artist because you're getting that person to person kind of connection. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like imagine like uh you know, being able to uh, be in a studio session and hear the artist getting to pick their brains on the thing. I think though those moments like that are priceless and that never would have happened if it wasn't for you know the pandemic. So again, it's like one of those things where people see obstacles or people see opportunities. Absolutely, got to keep following up. I love it. What advice do you have for these new artists? I know you've spoken a lot on like uh, dedication and grind to the to the craft. Um, do you have anything else that you would give to artists that are coming up, especially in this new world? You know, there are artists that are just, you know, maybe starting right now, and this is probably discouraging. It's kind of like is shut down. So, what, what, what do you say to artists that are coming up um, in this new, in this new world? Yeah, what I would say is um, number one, just be, be authentic, be authentic and true to yourself. I know a lot of people like with Jason Cloud, you know, people are talking right now, right? but I think that the people who have uh, a more hardcore fan bases, those artists who have those, are the ones who stay authentic to themselves. So. I, I would say at this moment, if you're a new artist, find your unique voice. You know, like find your unique voice, what you're trying to tell, what your story is. But be authentic to you. Don't try to follow a trend. Because if you're trying to follow a trend, by the time you get on, it's going to be gone. You know, so you start your own trend by being yourself, by being authentic. I have a question. Did you have somebody tell you that when you were coming up? It's like when you were starting, you know, say like seven years ago. Well, who who was that for you, or how did you find your your sound? For me, it was uh, one of my best friends, and he continues to be my producer now, DJ Suicide, which is a, a big big DJ overseas. That's where I started touring Europe through him, and made a lot of really good connections. But that's what he told me from the very beginning. It's like, hey, you know, like you're different. Be who you are, and that's that's what's gonna catapult you. I mean, it has actually has because the more I stay true to who I am my sound that's what they want to hear so for example like the reason why i started even working with dmx is because it's like four years ago um, 
for Europe, you know, Vegas uh, Cyrus also my producer, but manager, DMX toward Europe. And his manager, they went through him and whatnot. And so they were just kicking it. And Cyrus just started playing some of my songs. And because I was authentic with my voice and what I was expressing, and I didn't sound like anyone else, they were like, yo, who is that? And because of that, that just the one question. They're like, okay, cool. You know, where's he based out of? Blah, blah, blah. That set up the studio session where he's like, yo, let me see the sound. Tell me to come to the studio. We're going to meet him. Blah, blah, blah. But again, yeah, again, like if you're not authentic and you sound like, you know, you're just trying to copy, yeah. you're not going to stand out. And like, I really mean that earnestly. Like, you know, so a lot of people are like, oh, but I have to sound like this person. They're successful. I got to sound like Drake because he's on the radio. I say sound like yourself because if you try to copy someone else, be cloned. I guess what your clone of someone who's already successful. So why would someone listen to you? Instead, instead, like you know, us now with like new music discovery, you want to hear something new. Yeah. So why would you want to hear something that's clone? So that's my big advice. And be, and be yourself. I guess it probably becomes comfortable once you once you are yourself. You, I bet, guess that does become comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. And just you know, again, just speak on what really resonates with you. Like I know, like during this time. Um, I'm sure a lot of content creators that, that I've talked to that are expressing, you know, that feeling of, of kind of like despair, loneliness. I'm a person who thrives on being around other people. And now we, we can't do that. And so it's like, it's weird, right? You have to find a way to stay connected. But at the same time, you find the meaning behind that. Once you find that meaning, speak on it. And believe me, people are feeling the same way too. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, this is great. If you're a new artist coming up, this should help you get along uh, just fine. My last question that I have for you, um, I offer to everybody that I bring on the show. And the question is kind of um, an opportunity for you to address just the general audience, not specifically the music industry. To everybody listening at home, is there anything that you would like them to consider about the world around them? Have them perhaps reconsider something that they already have, like a preconceived notion? Um, and But yeah, what, what, what would you like the people at home to uh, be considering in this time? I think what I want people to consider at this time is just literally be nice be nicer you know what i mean like we are more connected now than ever and i feel like one little good act can go a long way you know because we are all influenced by each other one another in many ways even if we're self-isolating or we're going out or we're doing one our actions actually reverberate to a lot of people i just kind of yeah. you know, yeah. shows good contact so uh whether it's contact list or what we, we put out there in social media what we say to others, to the, the media we consume, we choose to consume or see, we have a choice. And if we, if we choose the more compassionate angle, the nicer angle, just being nice to people like humanity in general, we should come out of this pandemic better. You know, like it should not be, people like I, people are saying, oh, I can't wait till we get back to normal. No, we should not be going back to normal out this. We should be going back to something better. Yeah, true. Something forward. Absolutely. Well, you heard it here first then. Be nice everybody out there <laughs> awesome okay well thank you so much for uh joining us this has been like super informative and i'm glad that we got uh, to talk this has been see true award-winning artist and uh songwriter performer producer thank you so much this has been absolutely awesome and we hope to have you on the show again in the future thank you Arcee. appreciate it with that i'd like to jump over to our quick quote plato writes Music gives soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Music is one of the most powerful ways that people come together. In this time, it's important not to lose touch with the world around us. We must stay alive and alert.
Your All Set is sponsored by All Set. Community, everything, all the time. Download All Set in the app or Google Play Store to join a community of forward-looking thinkers looking to make the world a more efficient and effective place. Offer what you have, get what you need. That's what All Set is all about. And now, back to the show. We spoke with Citro about the changes that he's witnessing in this time and how he's tackling the problems he's faced with. His mentality, falling up. I was completely caught off guard during our interview because my website is www.fallingupmindset.com and revolves around the concept of learning from our mistakes, taking risks, and navigating this hectic world. For artists everywhere, this is a weird time. Citru spoke on how this time has been a challenge, but also a time for reflection and creativity. You have to start somewhere, and you have to put in the work, but you also have to be able to adapt and pivot. That seems to be the theme across the board. The more adaptable you are, the more successfully you can maneuver new situations. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you take away some valuable information from today's episode. If you have questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out using the message feature on the Anchor FM site. My name is R.C. Dietrich, and this has been Your All Set, a radio show about navigating the chaos of the world together. Until next time, peace.